0: Here's the first thing to know about evaluating explanations. Welcome to Critical Thinking Skin, where we look at how you can think about any faith-challenging message and arrive at a biblical, logical conclusion yourself. I'm Patricia Angler, and today let's begin unpacking some tools you can use to evaluate theoretical explanations, which try to explain why something is the case or how something came to be. For instance, let's say you come home one day and find your front window is broken. Possible explanations may include a burglar smashed it, a baseball went through it, a UFO hit it, and so on. If you want to be Latin about it, the thing being explained, in this case a broken window, is called the explanandum, and the candidate explanations are called explanans. Knowing how to evaluate explanans comes in handy for thinking critically about everything from historical science interpretations to conspiracy theories. Now, one distinction to keep in mind is that explanations are not themselves arguments. Arguments present a set of reasons for why we should believe a conclusion is true, but explanations are themselves conclusions. For instance, you might conclude the window is broken because a burglar smashed it. Such statements form the basis for a certain type of argument called inference to the best explanation. These arguments adopt the structure O is an observable phenomenon, and E is the best explanation for O, therefore, E is most likely true. This involves a type of inductive reasoning called abduction, which reasons from little facts which we know are true to a broader explanation which may or may not be true. Because inductive processes cannot prove conclusions are true, abduction doesn't guarantee the best explanation is the right explanation, it's just the explanation which currently makes the most sense compared to all the other explanations that we know about now. When it comes to evaluating explanations, we can avoid some mistakes by applying that critical thinking hack of asking, is this message true or false because? For example, is an explanation true because it exists, or false because it sounds weird and unbelievable? Not necessarily. To find out if an explanation is likely true, we need to examine the explanation itself in comparison to observable facts and competing explanations. So, how do you compare explanations? By looking for the one with the most evidence? Well, the amount of evidence for an explanation, that is, the number of observable facts which are consistent with it, is definitely essential to consider. But, like my critical thinking textbook emphasized, it's not the only factor to consider. This is especially true because often, the same facts may be interpreted as evidence for different explanations. The same broken window might be called evidence for a UFO collision or for a break-in. And the same fossil may be viewed as evidence for gradual permineralization over millions of years or for rapid burial in a global flood. When multiple explanations exist for the same evidence, how do you narrow down which explanation is best? For one thing, a believable explanation must meet the minimum requirement of internal and external consistency. That is, it cannot include or lead to uh, contradictory statements, and it must fit what we know about observable reality. You may recognize this as the test of a valid axiom from episode 36. For example, as linked resources explain, the Bible shows remarkable internal consistency. And a biblical explanation for life's origins matches what we know of observable reality, for instance, the observation that living entities only come from other living entities. But a strictly material origins explanation is inconsistent with observations including life comes only from life and information comes only from intelligence. And it leads to internally inconsistent conclusions, such as believing in the necessary existence of immaterial laws of logic, when, as a linked article by Dr. Jason Lyle shows, such laws would have no foundation in a purely material universe. As these and many other examples you can find in the linked resources illustrate, a biblical worldview, but not a naturalistic one, passes the internal and external consistency tests for explaining the world around us. Well, what happens if multiple explanations meet that minimum internal and external consistency requirement? In that case, you can narrow down the explanations further with five other criteria which we'll unpack next time. Meanwhile, for more on how to think critically about faith-challenging messages, you can access my other CT Scan episodes packed with tactics, tips, and tools that helped me as a Christian student at Secular University. Thank you for watching.